one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> Sorry. You're going to have so many outtakes. Okay. <clears throat> oh, my God, this is going to be so hard. I'm sorry. I'll get my shit together. Hang on. I'll get my shit together. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> this podcast may contain adult themes, strong language, and stupid health advice. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to In Bad Taste, where we cast a critical eye over health documentaries and the claims they make. I am your host, registered nutritionist Pixie Turner, and as usual, my partner in crime is... Cardiothoracic surgeon Dr. Nikki Stamp, and I am still broken from watching this horrific film. Now, since we are actual qualified health professionals, we decided to watch these stupid and sometimes dangerous films so that you don't have to. Now, seriously don't watch them we've we've done it for you don't watch them <laughs> especially this one i mean we hope you got something out of last week's episode because let's be honest it was kind of a serious one for the most part since this film is telling you you can cure cancer with juice which is fucked up to the extreme yes yes our bullshit meter was uh really ringing high over over last week's through actually throughout this whole film but unfortunately this is our second episode where we are still taking apart the abomination that is the Gerson miracle. And this week we're going to look at their obsession with coffee enemas. Now, I have to say, I'm finding it very Freudian that both documentaries we've watched so far seem to have a weird obsession with genitals and bums. What, what is that? I think, you know, we're finding it very difficult to stay serious with this topic when we know the entire episode is going to be about butt stuff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me tell you, we are really trying hard to keep it together, but it is really difficult. Now, before we go straight to the butt stuff, a little bit of foreplay. Let's just remind ourselves what Gerson therapy actually is. Now, Gerson therapy does not work for cancer therapy. It is dangerous. Don't do it. It's awful. But just a reminder, basically Gerson therapy involves drinking a hell of a lot of juice every single hour, eating a lot of vegetables, make sure they're alive and not dead. Mm, philosophical. Make sure you stick some coffee up your butt, take some supplements and maybe have some ozone therapy too. Oh, and don't forget your flax oil because that's important too. 
If you do all of this, you may just cure your cancer. No, you will not. Now, before we really properly get into the butt stuff, I think it's also important to point out that they make this claim that incidence of cancer is increasing. And I think this is because people aren't sticking enough coffee up their butts. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> you know, if only someone had thought of this years ago, that clearly that the, the problem with cancer is that we're not having enough star butts. <laughs> star butts. Do you see what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a nail in this coffin pretty quickly. So the incidence of cancer is kind of increasing, but also kind of not. And I know that sounds like a stupid thing to say. However, cancer rates are increasing because one, we are living longer. Okay, and one of the biggest risk factors for getting cancer is getting old. So that's that's one thing. The second thing is we are very, very, very good at finding cancer now. We have a lot of screening programs. We do a lot of CT scans. So we pick up cancers that may have gone unnoticed, undiagnosed for either a really long time or potentially that person's whole life. However, the flip side of that is that we're actually getting better at treating a lot of cancers. So for people who do get cancer, uh, our treatments have really improved vastly to the point where a lot of cancers that, say, 100 years ago, 50 years ago may have been very difficult to treat and now uh, much more manageable. So that's not quite true. Very well said. Now, it's time. I would like to start by saying uh, thank fuck for incognito mode, otherwise my internet would be ruined forever. <laughs> now, you might think that we're too professional to make a bunch of butt jokes, and you're right, we don't want to be assholes. So let's crack on with the episode and make Gerson the butt of all our jokes. This is a philosophy I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, was that too far? I will analyze my behavior and not be so cheeky in the future. Oh my Thank gosh. you and good night. I can't. <laughs> Is that all we have to say? <laughs> oh. oh, God. I, I have to say, I, I mentioned this in the last episode, but I find butt jokes really funny. So this is going to be a really difficult episode, episode for, for us to, to record. But... Anyway, we should probably start with telling people, uh, I suppose, I think we have to set the scene because they certainly did. They made the coffee enema sound so, so beautiful. Um, it was like it was like a spa treatment, wasn't it? It was so, so weird. It was very weird. So let's set the scene. You don't just need any coffee, you need special butt coffee. Make sure your coffee is organic. Obviously. You need some distilled water, some organic coffee, not instant, obviously. Heat that shit up nicely. Simmer it for 15 minutes. Meanwhile, hey, maybe put some candles on, make yourself comfortable. And then thankfully, once we brewed this coffee, we wait for it to cool down. If you don't do that, you will burn your asshole. Don't do that. I'm so glad they said that. That was my my biggest worry at this point. I'm like, please say they let it cool down. Please say they let it cool down. Yep. And then you lie on your side, you lube up, and you stick a tube up nice and far into your crack. Pour the coffee into a funnel, lie back, and think of England. <laughs> Did you see the bucket, the the enema bucket? So it's like a like a plastic container with a bit of tubing and a little clamp on it. Um, and it just looks, I'm sorry, it looks 
disgusting. The, the it looks liquid. like shit before it even goes into your butt. It does look like shit. It's just so revolting. Um, and, and I loved the fact that they're like trying to make it like some really zen sort of relaxing experience and, you know, it's beautiful and, you know, you, you're, you're not doing anything at all odd you're lying and it's not weird at all where are you lying where do you do this seriously now now i found a video of someone uh demonstrating how to do this on youtube i think we should put it in the show notes because it is hilarious um and they say make sure you're nice and relaxed and i'm like yeah duh if you're (laughs) tense not much is actually gonna get up your ass is it Um, but thankfully, all of these videos, whether it's the one on YouTube or in the documentary, um, they don't actually show you naked butts. They seem to have like a blurry video of someone in the background sticking something up their ass. But um, I mean, I'm just happy they didn't show us a close up. But this is what I found especially funny is that they said keep it in for about 12 to 15 minutes. Yeah. What do you, and and then like, what? What okay. do you do? And then what? what? What happens after that? How does the coffee get back out? Do you have to like just clench and race to the toilet? Or do you just or, or do you just say fuck it and just lay down some towels? Can someone please explain what happens next? Because they don't go into it at all. I don't understand. I just don't get it. I just, oh my God. You know, I have to say, so I prescribe enemas occasionally for people um, at work when they're really, really, really constipated. And we've given them like things to make them go to the toilet from the top end, like tablets and whatnot. Um, and so then we, we we have to give them an enema. And the resistance that most people exhibit to having an enema, even if it means having a really, really satisfying poo, is intense. But these people are making it out like it's, you know, the most relaxing, beautiful, natural experience of your life. Uh, what am I missing here? What am I missing? Am I missing something? These people just really like anal play? <laughs> yes. But again, we said this. This is the second film we've watched. We've only watched two. And both of them seem to be obsessed with your nether regions. Why? I just, it's Freudian, it's weird. Mm. You know what Freud would have to say about this? Freud would say that they're stuck in the anal stage of psychosexual development and this means that they are repressed, uh, anally retentive and going to be stingy with money. (laughs) Well, they're not stingy with money. We know that from last week because they've just forked out 2,000 US dollars on a juicer for Christ's sakes. Oh my God, yes. But perhaps we should explain why it is that they're suggesting coffee enemas in the first place because they try and give you a decent explanation. They, they do they do give it a try and as usual they string together a pseudoscientific word salad of uh, enzymes and chemicals and other complete and utter shit to make it sound really legitimate but obviously it's not agreed so apparently the enzymes in the juices that you drink dislodge the toxins from your cells and these toxins then move into the bloodstream where they are absorbed by the liver and this causes the liver to become overloaded and so we need butt coffee to stimulate the bile ducts and the liver to dump the captured free radicals and toxins into the colon which then comes out of the butt and apparently that means you're detoxing so this is why you have to have the juices and you have to have the butt coffee are you fucking serious this is mad Please, can I can I explain it properly? Please let me. Please. I really want to take this down. I really Go want to take it. it down hard. Okay. All right. So this is like Dr. Nikki's body school 101. So <laughs> 
the liver makes bile, right? The liver makes bile all day, every day. It doesn't need to be stimulated. It just does it all the time. And bile is essentially made up of blood cell breakdown products called bilirubin, bile salts and cholesterol fatty acids, as well as some water, um, actually most of it's water and inorganic salts. And when it makes it, it squirts it into your gallbladder, which lives underneath your liver, um, and it stores it there until you eat fat. Because bile's job is to emulsify fats after you eat them so that they can be absorbed. Now, the bile ducts and the gallbladder contract after a fatty meal under the influence of a a hormone called cholecystokinin, not from coffee up your ass. So that (laughs) is not true. Your liver does not need theophylline, does not need caffeine, does not need but coffee to do its job. So this is false. Take down. Mm. Yes. Boom. Mic drop. So you might be wondering at this point, where did all this madness come from? And actually, coffee enemas are based on a pre-scientific idea called auto-intoxication. And this is the belief that we are being poisoned by toxins because we are not digesting and eliminating waste products from our colons properly. So this is nothing new. This has roots as far back as our records of medicine. So it goes even back to humoral medicine, which is, you know, what emerged from ancient Egyptian and Roman ideas that the body was composed of four liquids, black bile, yellow bile, phlegm, and blood. This is really old stuff. Mm-hmm. And so balance in the humors was the goal back then. And an accumulation of waste in the colon was thought to lead to some of these humoral imbalances. And so the proposed remedy was to flush the colon through enemas. And obviously, this is from thousands of years ago. We've kind of updated our idea of what good medicine is since then. And we have discarded this for the total nonsense that it is. Well, well we, we've updated our, our idea of what good medicine is. Gerson is just a little bit late to the party. Literally stuck in the Dark Ages. No, <laughs> stuck in pre-Dark Ages. Pre-Dark Oof. Ages, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So obviously this is not harmless. And Nikki... 
please do share just everything that could potentially go wrong if you decide to do a coffee enema at home. So yes, not not completely harmless, not the spa day experience that this film uh, makes you think it is, not an opportunity for your scented candles and dolphin sounds. <laughs> Listen to the sound of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the ocean is the coffee sloshing around in your rectum. Um, <laughs> so, look, <laughs> butt coffee is potentially dangerous. Okay, so first of all, as I mentioned, I was really pleased that they said let the coffee cool down because I, I don't think I need to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway, that there are reported cases of people causing burns to the anus. Now, mm, that must hurt know, so much. No one wants a burnt butthole. Oh, God. My butt is <laughs> clenching just thinking about it. Um, so, look, people have burnt this. The skin around the anus, so that's the, the your butthole, um, is actually really, really, really delicate. Like, it's really sensitive. You do not want to be putting hot drinks there, okay? I mean, you know, here's what I was thinking about this. You know when you go and buy, like, a takeaway coffee, um, and you know it's hot, right? But on the lid it says, caution, hot drink. I mean, you know, that's that's for your mouth. That is for your mouth. You know, why are we not having some sort of warning on butt coffee? Anyway, so. I agree. <laughs> so there are reports of burns, and that's just on the outside. However, there are some really serious cases of um something called a perforation which is a hole due to butt coffee um, and that has happened for a couple of reasons first of all again just like the the skin around the anus is really quite delicate the inside of of the rectum is also delicate um, so there have been cases where the the tubing uh, has caused an injury and a perforation so a hole now when you get a hole in your gut so that can be your rectum your colon whatever it means that there is a communication from that tube into your peritoneum which is the inside of your abdomen and when that happens all the bacteria that normally live in your colon in your butt in your rectum get out get into your bloodstream and cause sepsis which is an overwhelming infection so there have been cases of people who have had rectal perforation and septicemia, sepsis from coffee enemas. There's also cases of people who have had strictures, so that's like scarring of the rectum from coffee enemas Ooh. due to burning or due to the, the irritation of the coffee. Um, they cause uh, abnormalities and imbalances in your electrolytes. Now, your electrolytes are salts in the blood, and there's a couple that we're very, very keen on keeping within a really narrow um, narrow range because when they get outside of that range, they're dangerous. Um, and there's a, a case report published in JAMA, which is a very big American medical journal, where two young people like in their 30s who died from a cardiac arrest due to hypokalemia, which means low potassium from coffee enemas. Now, just to point out how serious potassium is, when I do heart surgery and I want to stop someone's heart, I give them potassium. Okay, so it's a serious, wow. right? It's a serious fucking thing. So there's, there's that. Now, the other thing, and I found this really interesting, and maybe this is where this idea came from. Someone wasn't getting their coffee hit good enough from their, you know, morning from Starbucks or, you know, press or, you know, wherever you get your coffee from. 
but caffeine is actually absorbed from the rectum. So one of the things about the rectum is it has a really, really dense blood supply. Um, so we can actually give medications um, up the bum or we call it rectally in grown-up doctor language. But the reason that those drugs work is that the, the blood supply to the rectum is so amazing that the drug, drugs are absorbed. And one of the sort of popular or common uh, drugs that we might give um, uh, rectally would be paracetamol, so painkiller. But caffeine is also absorbed from your rectum. So if you're having this, you know, several times a day, you know, a fairly big dose of caffeine as well, it could result in anxiety and insomnia and just probably things that a cancer patient doesn't or any person really doesn't really need. So all in all, these are not the the the, the saviour that they proclaim to be and they're also not as safe as they proclaim to be. And the video that we talked about, Pixie, that you were mentioning about how to do a, you know, how to do a coffee enema, how to do your butt coffee, you know, there was the girl who was doing it was saying, oh, my God, I'm living proof that it's safe. That's not good enough, I'm sorry, because it's not. There is plenty of proof that it is potentially unsafe. So anyone saying, I do it, it's fine, they are just full of shit and you can ignore them. Hey, full of shit. <laughs> well done. Well, actually, there's another potential side effect of butt coffee and frequent enemas is that it can actually affect your ability to have a poo without an enema. And why would you ever deny yourself or anyone else for that matter of one of life's greatest pleasures, which is a satisfying poo? So, so agreed. I mean, it is one of the most satisfying <laughs> things to have. You know, when you have one of those solid poos where at the end of it, you just feel so like empty and oh, it's so, it is really satisfying. I talk about poo a lot in my clinic. So this is a subject that I'm very comfortable with. I talk about poo a lot too. What I found really interesting about what you said there is the idea that, you know, you absorb a lot of that caffeine from your butt. And so it can actually leave you feeling with a, like you have a lot of energy. And I'm wondering if this is actually one of the main reasons why a lot of people who do Gerson claim that they have loads of energy and they feel great. And I'm like, oh my God, of course you feel great. It's literally just clicked. Of course you feel great. You are literally jacked up on caffeine to the max. Like, of course you feel like you have loads of energy. That is such a good point. I hadn't I hadn't even thought of it like that. But yeah, I, I was more thinking about the fact that, you know, I know, I was, okay, I, I probably should have said this as a disclaimer. I don't drink tea or coffee because I can't stand them. Um, but I do know that when you have some caffeine, you feel like really, um, you do, you feel really jacked up. And sometimes like if I'm like on edge, and I've got a lot of stuff going on and I'm feeling a bit anxious. The last thing I want is caffeine. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking these poor people who have, already have the, the weight of the world on them you know they're fighting some terrible disease and then like lying awake at night stressing about god knows what because they're jacked up on bug coffee right exactly and also just for the sake of balance i do drink tea and coffee so we good <laughs> it's not a, it's not a health thing it's, it, i just don't like the taste i'm not being like one of those wankers yeah same for me it's just a flavor thing i just love a cup of tea in the morning um <laughs> So I did some extra research around this because I just found it really kind of weirdly fascinating. And um, I found some websites that claim that having a coffee up your butt produces none of the side effects of coffee taken by mouth. So you don't get any of the jitteriness, insomnia and all of that kind of stuff. And I just sat there and just thought, hmm, if that's the case, please tell me. 
after this caffeine is absorbed, how does it remember where it came in? And how does it communicate to your various <laughs> organs into not doing the whole side effect thing? Like, how does that work? Do they really think that these, these caffeine molecules are going in and being like, yep, it's okay. We came in the rear, so there's no issues. I mean, I'd have to check this, but I suppose theoretically, you know, you could have, you know, it will go to the liver first and perhaps you're not getting the, you're getting some metabolism of the caffeine there, you know, but again, but you're doing it repeatedly every day. And as you say, the caffeine molecules aren't aware of where they got in. They're just, they're they're there. And your body doesn't know where they got in either. I'm just picturing like these little caffeine molecules like literally going in the back secret entrance where like of the club <laughs> and not being detected and not being counted that's just what I'm picturing there's all these coffee like going in the front being like paying their tickets for, for the into the club and these people just going oh we're going in the rear Shh, it's secret that is what I'm picturing in we, my we, mind we know the security guy we, we've got a special <laughs> entrance <laughs> Oh Jesus! I mean, it's it's just it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, I just I, I don't I don't quite understand this again. This weird obsession with 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 butt stuff. Why? 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 Indeed, it is messed up, and it's amazing how much they claim that coffee is going to remove all these toxins. They have so much conspiracy theory bullshit about all these like hits apparently that cause cancer i mean we're going to go into this a lot more detail um in the future but i mean it's just things like you know like soap shampoo cars cleaning products microwaves pesticides mm-hmm. artificial sweeteners mobile phones tvs there is so much stuff and so many different like sources of toxins that they claim to just easily remove through coffee and like that's just too convenient isn't it mm. But then the the weird thing out about this film is is and as as I did with Game Changers, like you know, and as you've done um, with 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 Butt Coffee, you know, I, I w- we went and looked for other stuff, right? So I actually went to their website and I found this absolute zinger because from the Gerson website, when they're describing when they're describing how coffee enemas work, they actually don't know either. They are again just making up a whole bunch of pseudoscientific work. So. From the Gerson website, it says, because no formal studies have taken place of the inner workings of coffee enemas, it's difficult to determine exactly what occurs inside the body. Oh, my God. They're actually admitting that they've done no research. They are admitting that nothing supports their claims. Oh, my God. They're basically doing our job for us at this point. What? So... So should we just finish up here? Thanks, guys. It's been awesome. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just found that so, so mind-blowing, you know, that they have no idea what they're doing. Um, they've said they don't have any idea what they're doing. They think it sounds like a good idea, so they're going to do it anyway. And I just pictured this. Imagine if I said to a patient who was having heart surgery, look, I haven't studied this. I don't know how it works, but cutting open your chest and stopping your heart to fix it seems like a good idea. I mean, what would people say to that? They would they would rightly say, do not touch me, you absolute fruitcake. But why are we giving the same value when the message is delivered in that way to these actual fruitcakes who, 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 are, who are selling you lies and potential danger? Right? I mean, that is such a good point. Um, but I think at this point, <laughs> but I think at this point... <laughs> My main question to you, Nikki, is are you going to do a coffee enema or now? Fuck no. 
How is this even yeah. a question? Oh, hang on. What are you? No, absolutely fucking not. I don't want that kind of mess all over my bathroom floor. <laughs> I just... Also, I actually like the taste of coffee, so I'm going to put that shit in my mouth. Wait, that was badly phrased. I'm going to put that coffee in my mouth. <laughs> if I see you, if I see you on YouTube with a how-to video <laughs> on how to do a coffee enema, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Or if you see me turn up to the next recording, like needing to sit on a pillow, you know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, what a disaster. <laughs> but I can actually tell you one of the great reasons why I'm not going to do this. And that is because they recommend using coconut oil as lube. And I have such a vendetta against coconut oil. It, I really fucking hate it. So that is one of the, I mean... If I, as if I needed another reason, that just solidifies it for me that this is not going to be a thing for me because I am not putting coconut oil up my ass. No, I'm, I know you hate coconut oil. So I, I, when they said that, my first thought was, oh, my God, PC's going to lose her tiny mind over this one, which is fair enough. Also, is coconut oil good for your butt? I don't even know. That's a question. Tell us if anyone knows mm. if coconut oil is good for your butt. Oh. I'm leaning towards no. I'm leaning to, I, I'm I, leaning heavily towards no. Yeah, I mean, because generally we say use water-based lubricants in the intimate areas. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> now, I do want to end this episode potentially, depending on how much we laugh after this, uh, I want to potentially end this on a very serious note, which is that the person who made this YouTube video who demonstrates how to do a coffee enema has since died from her cancer because she did Gerson therapy and because she refused life-saving treatment. And there are still people commenting on that YouTube video saying, wow, this is a great idea, who have written those comments in the last five years since this person has died. And I just, yeah. I was so tempted to just go in and reply to every single one being like, please don't do this. This person is now dead just don't do that yeah. because that is slightly fucked up yeah and I think I think that's actually a really good note to end this on because you know even though you know butt coffee is hilarious the reason that they're doing it, it it's not um and I had the same reaction when I watched that 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 YouTube clip um I thought you know this is just heartbreaking uh, that's the only thing I could think of you know and um, that even after she has so sadly died and we will talk about her story a bit um but even after that that people are still going to be sucked into this therapy um it just it, it makes my heart ache because uh, I, I can't imagine what those people are going through to be thinking that that's a viable option um and you know I just I hate that I hate that these people take advantage of people who are really vulnerable. And, you know, and I think that's probably a big reason why we're both here doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. And that is why uh, next week we are going to be delving a lot more into the individual stories of the people in the documentary, but also famous cases of people who've tried Gerson therapy, um, who have been well documented in the media, including this person, Jess Ainscoff, who did this video on how to do a coffee enema. So it is a very serious subject. We will definitely, uh, we that's why we wanted to dedicate an entire episode to just talking about these people's stories. Because in the end, you know, this is a very personal and 
dangerous decision that these people have made. And I think it's important to understand why they made that decision or why they felt that that was their only option. Yeah, agree wholeheartedly. And I suppose to that end, you know, if if people want to get in touch with us that they're trying this, you know, we won't uh, shit on you. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> oh, we, we would go. like <laughs> we would like to hear from people. Um, and you know, I think one of the things that I kept thinking about while I was watching this is that you know you you don't know what you will do in this situation until you are in this situation. And I hope I hope for us all that we we never have to face that. Um, and uh, that if you do, you get good quality information and supportive, empowering care. Oh, yes. I think that is a lovely, lovely note to end on. Uh, we've gone very serious considering this entire episode is about butts. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for not laughing the entire episode about butt jokes. But anyway, I'm I'm very proud of us both, actually. Anyway, it's been... I think that we smashed it. <laughs> we whooped its ass. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been it's been a great episode. I hope you got some laughs um, and uh, I hope you also got some information. Please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating because that's how people will find our little podcast and, of course, tell your mates. Now, if you have questions or comments, please, please, please get into contact with us on email in badtastepodcast at gmail.com. Let's have the subject heading this week to be butt coffee, please. Or Starbucks. Agreed. Dealer's choice. Um, as always, you can come and see us on our socials. Pixie is at Pixie Nutrition and I am at Dr. Nikki Stamp. So we do all this stuff all of the time. We have a lot of science. We have a lot of health information. We are very happy to put some good stuff out into the atmosphere. And as always, our references and relevant links can be found in the show notes below. So thank you for joining us today. Uh, Please remember, don't put coffee up your butt, put it in your mouth. Thank you and good night. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Cardiothoracic surgeon, Dr. Nikki Stamp. And I have to be honest, I am still broken from watching this horrific film. But since we... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I warned you. (laughs) Can we just start again? Can you start again? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) My friends are going to have a field day with this. (laughs) Just don't look at me. Like, I have so many butt stories, like things that people have put up their butts. Oh, my God. Please, please, can you share a few? Okay, so top one was a coffee coffee jar um, and then there was a guy who kept putting balloons up his bum um, and then. Wait, did he, was that, did he, did it go up there before or after blowing it up? I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, and then is that like a dilation tool that you put there? You put the balloon, and then someone literally blows into your butthole and blows up the balloon. Oh, that could get dangerous very quickly. See, I didn't know to ask these questions. There, I was a baby doctor. Please let no one try this at home, because um, I realised uh, that that's actually a pretty dangerous thing to do. Milk bottle. Ooh, these are girthy. Carrots. No, not so um, girthy. A pool ball. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, dildos, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Those belong up there, though, so that's okay. Yeah, but you've got to use one that has a plug on it. I mean, you see, here's the other thing. Oh, yeah, you have to use a specific anal plug. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, women also don't tend to do this because women use tampons, right, so they know that you need to have an emergency pull cord. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm no longer a butt doctor. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry champagne, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 